Alright, so these next couple of weeks, I'm going to tell stories slightly out of order only because they make more sense to tell them in the order I'm going to tell them. Like, they all somewhat happened around the same time, but also one of them is kind of like a prequel type thing. So I have to tell it in conjunction with the other story in the same episode for it to make any sense. So, I mean, that's not necessarily true, but it's easier that way. So, that being said, I'm going to get into it. This is my story of how I did not did I did not walk the stage but I definitely definitely did kind of like end up at school on the last day of school even though we were warned not to come and what I did to get out of school on the last day of school and what exactly I did instead of school and who was there and what happened and all that all that jazz so if you want to hear it here's your chance Stay tuned, because I'm about to tell you it, like, right now. So there's kind of been, like, a stomach bug going around my house, and it's the type of stomach bug where you basically get the runs, and it hasn't been very fun for poor little Max, and now I have it, and it's not very fun because your stomach hurts very, very bad, and then you basically shit yourself, so... Luckily for me, and Max wears a diaper. I do not. So if I have to stop anything in the middle of recording and run to the bathroom, that's why. Although I'm going to edit it so you hopefully don't realize that's what I'm doing. Um, but yeah, if you have any tips or tricks on how to get through the stomach bug, please let me know because it's not very fun. So yeah, pretty much I asked the question in the last segment, if you have any tips or tricks on how to make this whole situation with the stomach bug less painful, greatly appreciated. Alright, so after that quick beginning, it's time to get into the story about how I got out of going to school on the last day of school, even though I was supposed to be there, and this is the one time I ditched school and there was no consequences, and if you want to hear that story, please keep listening. Okay, here we go. Alright, so this was like the last week of school for the 8th graders. For for everybody, actually, but for 8th graders, this last week, you know, we got to go on our 8th grade trip, we had our 8th grade dance, we're, you know, coming up on the very last day, and on the very last day, you know, you go practice having a dress rehearsal for graduation. Now, there was a good chunk of us who were not graduating. I, myself, was included in this group. And we're basically told, you know, coming to school tomorrow for you will basically be useless. You're going to basically be sent to detention all day. And there's no reason for you to be here. So just stay home so we don't have to watch you or babysit you all day because you didn't graduate. Do you think my parents were cool with that? No, they were not. In fact, they were very much against it and told me, just because you won't be doing anything and just because you don't want to sit in detention doesn't mean you should not go to school. You need to go to school. So you're going to school. And that's exactly what happened. When my sister got dropped off, I as well got dropped off. I did not bring a backpack or any of my stuff except for like some money because my mom was like, you need to get lunch. So, um, I had lunch money and I had, you know, my phone and I had like just basically whatever could fit in my pockets, like my house key again, cause I was going to walk home and I needed it. So 
um, I get dropped off and I go straight to the detention room, which was so, or in school suspension room, which is so crammed with people that there was like almost, I, between 50 to 75 kids in there. That's how many people there were. Like people were on the floor, sitting on the floor because there were so many people and there was barely any room to walk or anything. And we were left in there with one campus security, one to watch all these people. Literally, we were told, you know, read a book, doodle, whatever, just do whatever you need to do. Just don't talk. Be very quiet because there's a lot of you. And um, I, of course, immediately found a friend of mine and we sat down together. We're going to call her. We're going to call her. What should we call her? Ayla. We'll call her Ayla. So Ayla and I are on the floor and we're sitting kind of towards the back of the room, kind of towards the back corner where the door is. And eventually it got so hot in here. So the one campus security came and just opened up the door and he's like, it's so hot in here. The school is very old, so it did not have like air conditioning. So he opened a bunch of windows, opened the door and then went, sat back down at his desk. Of course, Ayla and I are going back and forth on, we don't want to be here. How do we get out of here? And then it miraculously dawned on us. There's only one of him and so many of us. He can't watch all of us at once. Like, and now we're sitting next to the door, which is open. Like, we can just leave. The good part about being on the floor is you can crawl. Crawl away. And that's what we did. We literally just, like, crawled out the door and then made a run for it. So Ayla and I find ourselves in this bathroom at the front of the school. It's literally deserted. There's nobody else in the bathroom. Nobody came in to use it. And we were in there for a good hour because let me tell you, we did not have, besides making a break for it, did not really have a plan of how we were going to get out of the school or where we were going to go or what we were going to do. We just know, knew that we did not want to be in the school. And so while we were in the bathroom, like I said, I had my old phone. Texting was kind of in its infancy. Okay, so there was a lot of like button pushing and a lot of other little things going on that, you know, we don't have to do today because we have smartphones. But back then, in the very early 2000s, we did not have any smartphones. We had old school flip phones or bricks like mine. And um, we texted a couple of her friends. I did not have texting, but she tried it on my phone because she didn't have one. Again, something in the early 2000s that was very common that not everybody had a phone. Anyways, um... While we were in the bathroom, no, none of her friends that she texted were texting us back. So we took off running because we figured, you know, we, we do just have to make another break for it and run out the school gate, which we did because school staff was cut in half the day. Anybody who had to do with the eighth grade graduation, plus a bunch of our campus security, except for that one guy watching the, the uh, in-school room, was all gone to the, the end, as well as most of the administration were all gone to the eighth grade graduation dress rehearsal. So, um, there was nobody there to like stop us. So it made it super easy for us to just like run out of the school. And we did, we ran out of the school right into the park where Joel and I ditched school at, except her and I, we didn't run to like the little walkway. We literally just sat in the park and from there was like, okay, like what now? When we were probably there for like five or 10 minutes before we decided, you know what? We're hungry. We want to go eat. We got money. Let's go get some food, but where? So we start talking over where we're going to go get food at because there was a shopping center right behind our school. 
during school hours, if any students went to the shopping center during school hours, any of the shops there would call the school and tell them, you know, like, we got a couple ditchers over here, come get them. Like, you know, so we didn't want to do that because we didn't want the school to be called. And I mean, I, looking back now, I doubt it would have done anything. I don't think there was anybody in the office. And if there was, they had that one guy to watch the in-school room. So who were they going to send to come get us? There was literally nobody there. Anyways, um, we've, we realized that there was a convenience store or a little liquor store, not far down from our school that we could just kind of walk to and get drinks and snacks. So that's what we did. We went and got a gigantic ass soda that we wound up sharing and some like little hostess cakes that we walked around and ate. And we literally walked around in the neighborhood behind my school because we couldn't think of anywhere else to go. But you would think just walking around and talking, you, you did that with everyone. Yes, I did. Yes, I did. That is true. But some stuff took place while we were talking that was kind of funny. And I'm going to tell you about it in a second. So at the time, Ayla was dating this kid named Izzy. Izzy was like one of these cool like skater dudes that hung out. Didn't really give a shit about school. Didn't really go much to school. But when he did, he had a lot of friends, including myself. So... Um, she wanted to use my phone to call him. So I said, all right, sounds good. I handed it over because I had unlimited minutes, you know, back when you had to pay for minutes. I had unlimited, so she could have called him. And she calls his house, and his mom picked up. And she asked his mom, like, hey, like, is Izzy there? Like, I wanted to talk to him. I didn't see him today. And his mom says, well, he went to school, Ayla. Like, he's at school. And Ayla was just like, no way, I was just there and I didn't see him at all. And then when she realized what she did, she, I could see the mental facepalm in her eyes. And then she just like quickly hung up and was like, oh my God, like I just ratted out Izzy by accident. Um, by telling his mom he was not at school because, you know, I'm guessing he probably did get in trouble, although I don't know. I don't know his mom. I never met his mom, but I don't know. It was just weird. So from there, we just decided to keep walking, and eventually our snacks and our drinks ran out. And this is actually illegal. I learned from my grandfather what we did next is shoving them basically in different people's mailboxes, and he told me tampering with mailboxes is illegal. He used to be a mail carrier, so he knows. And we could have gotten in trouble for that, apparently, but... um. Nobody saw us doing it, so we just didn't, we just did it. And so we're walking, we're talking, and there's a house very close to the school that was being built at the time, and we walked by that, and we commented on how we basically watched them build this, and now it's basically done. Like, that's insane that, like, the whole time we've been here, we've been watching them at our school, we've been watching them build this. And now it's done, just like our 8th grade year is done. And then we got really weird and nostalgic and sentimental and started going through different memories and different things throughout, you know, our middle school experience that we'd went through and, like, almost crying because we were so sad that it was over. Like, we were just kind of like, oh shit, like, this is over. Like, for real, this is over. Like, we're high schoolers are going to be now. Like, this is insane. And eventually we kind of got over the sentimentalness and we did cry a little bit together. And we wound up sitting down in front of this person's house who was outside with their dog. They had this big golden retriever, beautiful dog. 
and we were sitting on the sidewalk there just kind of taking a break because we'd been walking for a good while and we sit down and up trots this little golden retriever we played with him we pet him we talked to the woman who owned him and he was a very nice dog she let us play in the yard with him for a while and then finally we realized what time it was and we're like oh we got to get back to school and she's like yeah my parents are picking me up and i'm like yeah my sister's gonna expect me to walk home with her so like we got to get back to school so back to school we went everything went off without a hitch and i walk home everything's cool everything's good the school never called my house nobody ever found out but there is one person who i did get on the phone with that i found some stuff out that is kind of funny you'll hear about that in the next segment all right so when i got home i immediately started packing because we were going to go on a camp out that night all the all through the weekend to celebrate basically the end of the school year and as i'm packing i get on the phone with my friend nikki remember my friend nikki this is actually one of the last times I spoke to her um, and I started telling her about my day and exactly what I did and she's telling me about graduation and all that and when I start telling her about the dog describing the house and the dog to her she starts going that sounds very familiar like did you meet anybody and I said yeah and I start describing the lady who owned the dog and immediately Nikki bursts out laughing and I said what and she goes you were at my house you talked to my stepmom like you were playing with my dog. So that was kind of an odd thing that happened that was very funny to me. It might not be funny to anybody else, but it was a weird coincidence. Because Nikki, even though she was my best friend, like I said, I wasn't very social. I didn't go to a lot of people's houses. I'd never been to her house. Had no idea this was her house. Had no idea this was her stepmom or her dog. Had no idea. She was my best friend and I never had hung out with her outside of school strange but I finally hung out at her house and it wasn't even with her <laughs> uh, anyways it was like a weird time in my life and then that night we went on our little camp out that was super fun and like I said nobody called my school or my school never called my mom nobody ever found out and even if they did I doubt they would have cared um, because it was like the last day of school but here's the funny thing, I also later found out from asking, like, if you got get caught doing something in school and you need ISS or suspension or whatever, it can carry over to the next school year if they want it to. Like, you can literally start on the first day in, in school, or suspended on the first day of school, or in detention on the first day of school. I mean, I didn't, but it, it can happen, and I know people who've had it happen to them. How weird is that? since this story was so short you're gonna get one more bonus story um, this week because there was one other school dance that I ever ever went to in junior high and it was this one and it was not the eighth grade dance um, so here we go so this dance happened to take place during school hours um, again it was for grades like if you got good grades during the quarter and it was like either the third or last quarter. I don't remember. I'm pretty sure it was the third because it happened way before all the last day of school stuff. I surprisingly had enough enough of a GPA to like get into the stance. And every quarter they would release an ID card 
just for those on, they called it Renaissance, um, which means basically you got good grades. And I was, I got one of these little ID cards and I remember getting it and being like so stoked because that meant, you know, if you had this ID card, you could get little perks like this dance or like a discount on certain items at the snack carts that they had there or in the cafeteria, whatever, you know, or the student store, like, which I know we had a student store in junior high, but I never went to it ever. I didn't know where it was. Couldn't tell you anything about it. But anyways, um, so they announced the dance in sixth period. Everybody gets who's able to go gets up and goes, including this kid named Nick, who, yes, that's his real name. I'm going to use his real name because, you know, after eighth grade, I never saw him again. And this story isn't crazy, so it's not like anything crazy. But I did have, he was like one of those little metalheads. When I say a metalhead, I mean the dude walking around in a Slayer t-shirt with long curly hair. And I just thought he was like... Again, he was kind of like Calvin, where I thought he was really, really cute, but he was in a different group of friends than I. He would talk to me. Him and I would talk a lot, actually, because we had a couple different classes together, but he had a different group of friends than me, and I didn't know much about him other than talking to him in class. And so when we get up to go to the dance, we're in class together, and we walk over to the dance together, and I basically asked him, like, hey, you want to be my date to the dance? Like, just to be asking, just to be stupid, and he was like, you know, sure, why not? Like, let's just do it. You're my date. Literally got in there. The first ten minutes, we literally just stood there, didn't dance. All we did was talk. Um, nobody was excited about the cha-cha slide anymore, because we'd done it a million zillion times during school, like, any time they would have a dance, they, the DJ would come during lunch and play cha-cha slide five million times, any time we had a spirit day, same thing, like, so nobody was excited about cha-cha slide anymore, nobody gave a shit, um, me and him stood there and talked for a while, and hung out for a while and then it's like from there um they had just waxed the floor so I thought wouldn't it be cool if I took my shoes off and did this really cool slide across the the waxed floors um it didn't work like that my socks got stuck on the wax because the wax was like sticky a little bit so I just wound up falling in front of all of my friends including Nick who I thought was really cute and then I cringed died and went and bought myself a candy bar so I could get away from everybody for a second. When I came back, Nick was gone. He was off with his friends doing his thing. So I was like, okay, whatever. So much for being my date. And then I just ran around with like Kenna and Nikki and a couple of other people and, um, didn't really dance much until I was dared to go on the dance floor and dance with a bunch of the seventh graders where I literally, because I'm a horrible dancer, decided I'm just going to do the fucking Carlton. And so I did that for like a good 20 minutes. I just stood on the dance floor doing the Carlton because I didn't know what else to do. Oh my God. Oh my God. I'm picturing myself now. Oh my God. If you are witness to this, if you know me from back then and you were witness to this, I am so, so sorry. BB, Kenna, whoever else, I'm so sorry if you witnessed this. Oh my god, I'm just dying now inside. But yeah, it was really fun. And then basically at 3.30 they announced the dance was over and everybody was told basically get your shit and go home. And so we did. But yeah, it was kind of weird. I kept running into my sister there too, which again was kind of awkward because I'd run into her and her friends. And while I was doing the Carlton, I... <laughs> 
I remember my sister going around and telling people like, I don't know her. Like, this is not my sister. I don't know her. So clearly I caused quite a bit of secondhand embarrassment. Um, sorry, Amanda. But yeah, it was a fun day though. Like, weird, but fun. So my life advice to you today is don't take yourself too seriously and when all else fails just do the fucking Carlton. Like nobody gives a shit. Alright guys, I hope you enjoyed my story about basically escaping what felt like prison at the time and getting away with it um, on the last day of school and then embarrassing everybody by doing the Carlton at a school dance. I'll see you next week when I talk about summer school and how I ended up there because uh, summer school, nobody wants to do that, but a lot of us had to do that. So anyways, bye.